2: Good afternoon. Well, welcome to Drive Time Sports. You're on the Buzz Radio Network. The Polar Express is on its way. Good afternoon, Mr.
3: Rick Schaefer. I can't believe you said that to open the show. I'm over here looking at the funny papers. I think that's pretty appropriate. <laughs>
4: Tyler
2: Wilson, <laughs> Rick Schaefer, yeah, along I'm with to, oh, Ray hey, Tucker. Hey, yeah, you funny papers, man. Thank you. I need the. I need a little bit of a comedy in my life right well, we now.
5: We've punch punch we had some. We had some
3: over the weekend.
5: Yeah, my button's not on. Now you got me. Yeah, are you yeah, there? Are you there? Okay. You're there. Yeah, I was talking all the time, but you know, anyway. Uh, well, <clears> sorry <throat> about that. Did, well, no, I was just thinking you had such a long intro before you came on. I was thinking, I hope you guys are on today. I'd hate to take this by myself, but anyway. Oh, uh, no, happy, Tyler. Happy, 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 happy days out no, there. No, we right? were, we,
2: Tyler's moving a little bit slow. He's okay. a little bit, he's a little bit under the weather. And so we oh, were, we sorry. were trying to nurse him into position. So, so he's ready that. to go.
6: Have I got the wrong microphone for you? Yeah. Yeah. Exp- okay. Speaking there of is. that, I mean, well, oh, there's Tyler. Well, wow. what, what Rick's talking about is happening to me. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but uh, <laughs> I, I do have a hoarse voice, and I will say it's uh, I guess I, I caught the, the disease that was up there this weekend. Just, just, just. Not real good all the way around, you know. And uh, woke up yesterday morning, and I said, "Oh my goodness!" So um, wow. I was up there this weekend, fellas, and and I know Rick, you were too. But uh, yeah. how long did you last? You get a little shot in the arm after the after the Florida game, and after the punt return, it's like, "Oh my goodness, this is going to be a total runaway." Yeah. And we never, we never, we never gained. How long it. did you last? Truthfully, I did exit after halftime.
2: Okay, I left with two minutes left in the third quarter.
6: But Randy, you did it to beat the traffic,
2: but all the traffic
6: was <laughs> leaving.
2: <laughs> I'm on the elevator, and I figured, okay, not be one other person on there. No, it's full. It was completely yeah. full. Then yeah. the guy was over on the opposite side of the elevator. He said, "You know, because I was trying to be kind of jovial when they, you know, start piling in," mm. and uh, he said. Um, I guess the only way we're going to get their attention is just not show up
5: next week. Mm. There'll because, be a lot of people that don't show up next week. I Hunter,
2: you're a That's the only way he will listen. Now I know, I do know, and
5: let's let's just go
2: ahead. Well, well, and,
6: Rick, we, and we're Rick, not advocating for, they don't show up. Okay? No, uh, no, 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 well, no. But for Rick to say that, that's a big deal, Rick. I mean, no, <laughs>
5: no. I, I, I think I think uh, Saturday's game cost at least. 15,000 fans next Saturday and just about all the fans the day after Thanksgiving. But the day after Thanksgiving, I'm thinking, because Arkansas should win Saturday. Let's face it, team they're playing, as bad as Arkansas was Saturday, this team is worse. So they should win that game. But when they play Missouri, I think fans are going to think, well, there's no hope in this game, it's the day after Thanksgiving. I think they'll be lucky to have 35,000.
2: I think they would be, be lucky. This week. 25,000 this weekend. Maybe. I, this, that was the estimated crowd for Western Kentucky. P- people yeah. are
6: making holiday plans, and I don't think the Razorbacks are in anybody's holiday no. plans. No, Dug- season, yeah, Dug Dug season See, here's, season here's the open.
5: bad part of a season like this, of a schedule like this. On the one hand, you can say, okay, you're playing all these tough games in the middle of the year. You get through them, you can finish strong at home. The problem is... If you're beat up and you're not playing well and you get to this stage, you don't win at home and nobody comes to the games. It, it, it hurts your attendance. So the, the, this schedule could not have been worse for this team. could have been that,
3: worse. Last time they lost and at home. And then they played bad. Last, they played bad last time at home, and I said they laid an egg. And yeah. so this time they laid an egg, but it was a dinosaur egg. Yeah,
5: I I would say, Randy mentioned Western Kentucky. I'd say Saturday's game was the worst performance by Arkansas since Western Kentucky. And I
2: thought Mississippi State was.
5: Well, but Mississippi State, you saw great effort on defense. Uh, You had a field goal kicker that at least made a field goal. The offense was awful, but the defense was pretty good that day. That's true. Saturday, the only, uh, giving Jacoby Criswell some credit because he came in late, but at at a stage it didn't matter. Of the guys that started the game of your regulars, the only guy you could say played well was Cam Little. That's it, mm-hmm. and I guess the snapper and the holder. That's it. Moody had
6: he, the first couple punches. He had, of the game he had, of the had
5: an interception. He had a
2: 50-50 game.
6: Okay, he, well that's 50-50. Yeah, but, but not, some of the others
2: did I wouldn't even think graded that high. Right. Yeah,
5: and it's brutal, and and you wonder what happens. And Tyler knows from being on a team that you know was supposed to be decent and, and wasn't. That losing, whether fans are gripe or anything else, where it really hurts is inside. These guys, we can say they didn't make any effort and all that kind of stuff. We don't know. that We're not the ones doing it. But it this has got to be killing them. So the question I would ask you, Tyler, because this is the important thing of life, not football. What are they learning?
6: Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm what still... What did you learn from that? I, I will say this, uh, Rick. One of the things... That I prided myself in that's in, in a season where you're right. I didn't live up to expectations, but you know, I, I love how you you phrase that. Go back and watch the offensive performance that entire season. Watch, what, what, I forget statistics because uh, I actually went up there this weekend thinking somebody was going to break the all-time passing uh, yard Should record. Have, huh? and, With even and, uh, a decent uh,
5: game, he wouldn't. You know, I mean, record.
6: he could have threw it left-handed and probably done it. I would have thought, <laughs> but uh, I went up there and, and literally it didn't happen. Um, so I, th- that that uh, that's extended, but what I pride myself on, on on a year when it's not good, you still have control of your ability to 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 handle what you can handle. And if and in my case that was offensive football, I couldn't control whether we you know gave up forty points a game, but I could control whether we we marched the ball down the field, scored touchdowns, got first downs. Looked like we actually went to practice every day. Yeah. yeah. And if you go back and watch that season, I don't care what you say about that year, we didn't look terrible offensively. We didn't. Right. We we, well, we actually we were the number one passing team in the in the SEC in that season. So you know I, I from from my perspective I have a different approach on it. I I, I certainly uh, look back and want want different things. I'm sure KJ feels the same way. But in this in this season, you know I watched kind of the way people handled themselves pregame. I watched you know how they handled themselves postgame. You know I, I probably have a different opinion today on. On this NIL thing, I'll just I'll be very honest. Um, yeah. You know, you, you uh, when you get off the bus, what you're wearing, how you how you handle yourself. You know, when you're when you're a three win team and your coach is on the line, you got to know you got to know how you can how you can handle yourself and what's acceptable here in Arkansas. I mean, I don't mean it uh, in the same way. It's different. I mean, you got to know your fan base. You got to know who the people that cheer for you are, and uh, you know, I, I question. Some of the things that are going on in the locker room by players that that should know that, or should be at least
3: advised as to, you know, this is how you need to carry yourself. Was it was the video that came out of the Polar Express? Was that real?
2: Yes, yes, it was real. And that, was it, this after the game? It, no, half, time, no, half this time. was at halftime half in the time. locker room. Come to find yeah, out, yeah, there was yeah, one of the red watching. shirt players
5: oh my
2: gosh. who actually shot the video sent it to his brother his brother sent it to someone else who then posted that Mm. and it went viral and so it was true Sam said you know we've addressed the situation young man was extremely remorseful he shouldn't have done that to begin with they have a policy that you don't use your phone especially as a camera and you take pictures and even more so during the game, yeah. even though they were not part of the actual halftime with the rest of the team, because what Pittman said, we don't have enough room mm-hmm. for everybody. And I'm sure you got 105 that uh, they have available. Uh, to dress out i'm guessing because it's a home game you're not restricted by how many you can take on or at home but i know there is on the road but yeah it was it was verified <laughs> right, it boy, came I, from the I, arkansas, possess arkansas possess uh, locker room.
3: Room. all right democrat gazette uh, puts a player offensive and defensive player of the week mm. a, couple, a few weeks ago there wasn't even offensive player of the week this week the offensive player of the week. Had a team high, three passes for thirty two yards with the long of twelve yards, his eleven yard touchdown in the fourth quarter was his second of the season. That's yeah. how that's how bad well, it was. Yeah. Jacoby. Right. Well crystal. who else would you pick? And on yeah. defense, oh, like, yeah.
5: that had I mean there are three guys that made a are of Tesla
6: Tesla. Tesla. Oh, Tesla. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
5: you're right. Tesla. Okay, you're right. But Three I'm just tesses. like, are you kidding me? That yeah. was the best we yeah. had. But but back yeah.
6: to back to perception in some ways. You know, I think there's a lot of clues sometimes, and maybe this can be read into a little bit more. But there's a lot of clues, and you know, when again, I, I'm I'm I am four players monetizing their value as who they are because they're on the radio, we're on the radio. We're talking about their name every day. We're not talking about me. We're talking about you know KJ Jefferson Tesla right. uh, right. and there's a monetary value to that especially when 100,000 people show up and how many ever watch you on t- on TV there's a monetary value to that but i also think as a as a coach and and also as an advisor and maybe you need need better advisors to to these, to these kids that are in this position you know how how do you display yourself when things aren't going good. Uh-huh. You know, n- knowing who your fan... Ba- is wearing a Cartier watch and Louis Vuitton bu- uh, luggage coming off the bus, is that a good look? Question no. mark. I, I would. And I, what you drive to the game. And what you drive to the game. Well, it, that's what my question
5: to you, Tyler, was, you know, you remember what you learned from a bad season. What are these guys? These guys are college students. They're not just football players. They're college students. They're having a bad year. 20 years from now, what have they? What do they learn this year? That's going to benefit them.
6: Well, I think in short, you can take uh, last week as a great example. You go to, you know, you go to Florida. It's not, it's a bad, you know, it's a, it's, it's a tough year. You've got, you know, some things against you. You fire a coach, um, and, and they rallied. I'll give them total credit for what they did at Florida last week. I mean, it's hard to. I mean, I, I really don't know how that happened. I mean, I could, if you. If you had me bet on the hogs a week ago, I I probably would have lost. Um, And then, you know, so so you rally, and then you come back this week, and you show up at home again for the second straight time. It it just doesn't add up to me, but there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of things you just see leadership-wise. And I also think, um, you know, as a program, there's a lot of questions to answer. I have not uh, been as vocal about this. I try to be as politically... Uh, correct. As you possible, do yeah,
3: You've done a good job of that.
6: I, I will say this: uh, I don't know if I've ever voiced this publicly. You know, since I left in 2012, I I don't know if I've ever been invited back up to I, to, to the Razorback Stadium. I have not been involved uh, as much as I would like. Uh, I would think that there's some value add with past with past players mm-hmm. to include them uh, more than they do. Um, and I know it's hard when you've got so many moving parts. You're trying to recruit new players. You're trying to make a moms and dads of existing players happy. You're trying to make sponsors happy, boosters happy. You're trying to sell tickets. There's a lot of people to make happy in the athletic program. I get it. But I think this is just outside looking in, and I feel like outside looking in has been been the way it's been for a long time for me, 15, 12, 15 years. Um, you know, I, I would say theres I'm not the only one that voices that concern. Uh, and this isn't me piling on the, the program right now. I think it's just we need a total uh, I think the program needs needs community right now. You know, and I don't know since since Frank Broyles, you know, we've hired Jeff Long, uh, you're a check. Um, there's really not been that band of brothers and that razorback blood that's been in the program. It feels it it feels very disconnected. Wow. That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. That yeah,
5: doesn't help I, the situation either. I do think this. I think Hunter's a Razorback. I don't think John Jeff Long ever was. Jeff Long was an athletic director, and he did a lot of he did some good things, but um, he cared about you because you're money, not because you were Razorback. I think Hunter's a little different there, and I'm surprised you say that, Tyler, because I, I think they have made some effort. Uh, do you not even get an invitation in, invitation to the spring uh, the spring outing? Because a lot of guys come back for that.
6: Well, and, and that it, wasn't a shot at, at Hunter Juracek at all. Yeah. That, that was just saying there has not been a consistency yeah. uh, since since Frank Broles has been there where, where there's been 30 years of consistency of players that either played for him And so because of that natural disconnect, we've had so much change over the last 10 years, 15 years,
5: um, and
6: three coaches that go along with it, it's really hard to feel that sense of community. Uh, And and I'm not pointing the finger at anybody, I'm just saying it's not there.
5: Yeah, and and of course the first concern is getting your program back on track, and none of us know 100% of what's going to happen after the next two games, Uh, there were those... I was getting mixed reviews yesterday about a change could happen yesterday, and uh, and it didn't. When I got the uh, email from Kyle, the SID, saying here's the schedule for this Mm -hmm. week, it was the same as always. That made you say, okay, uh, nothing's going to happen this week. I think all of us suspect that something's going to happen after the Missouri game. We don't know what. Uh, Sam could retire. Sam could be fired. Sam could be retained. Uh, and the AD has a press conference and says, here's why. I, I don't know. I don't know if they'll do that.
2: Well, uh, Rick, that I, way, but... I have already gone into my my feelings, my thoughts about yeah. Sam, if he returns, as a lame duck coach. Yeah. What yeah. is to be accomplished? Now, you can argue, well, if you fire him now, this program's going to implode. You're going to have... I don't know about that. Well, hold, you're, on. You're hold, on. You're hold on. you recruiting. you recruiting. Hold on. Let me lay things yeah. out. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. You have the fear it could implode. You could have recruits that decommit. Yeah. You could have players jump automatically. As it happened uh, at Boise State, happened at Mississippi State, happened at Texas A&M. The moment the coach was fired, they have 30 days now to get jump into the transfer portal. Right. So, the longer you wait, what damage does that create? Because do you really believe... Are you gonna play a uh, pay a coordinator maybe three four million dollars? <laughs> Hear me out. Hold on. Yeah, Hear me I know out. What you're gonna say. In sure. a lame duck status, right? That a high powered, high octane offensive coordinator is gonna take that chance hmm. for one year. Well, yeah, I got money for one year. Yeah. But then, where do yeah. I go from there? Yeah, it,
6: it, if it can be solved with an offensive coordinator, strategically, maybe yes. Maybe yes, yes.
2: But but, but, but we fina- don't know if that's but,
6: but there's no guarantee. But financially, right. can you get that guy with with the current situation? And that's well, the for, question. Yeah, it's not just
5: let's let's just say uh, okay. So that's one less year of of uh, Pittman's buyout. But to get an offensive coordinator like that, you're going to do the same thing you did with Enos. Give him a three-year contract. Right. Correct. And that means you're going to you could be paying two years of that too. So, yeah, there's there's a lot involved. And here's the, here's the thing that most fans don't grasp. They think, well, there's, gosh, everybody's got so much money, it doesn't matter, pay them and fire them, get, get rid of them. There are very few situations, in fact, I don't think there's another situation in America like Texas A&M. That they have the ability Golly. to raise more money than any school in the country. They do. Aggies are, they are, Tyler just talked about being banded together. They think the whole world laughs at them, and so they are banded together, and they will pay whatever it takes to do whatever it takes to win. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what you're talking about a program. The Texas A&M wants a coach to come in and win the national championship. Texas A&M has won a national championship. 1939. That's when they won the national championship. They have won one since. Do you know how many times in the AP poll era, 1936 on, that A&M has finished in the top five with all the resources, with all the money they've spent. They've been in the top five of the final poll five times, and that includes 1939. It does include once with Jimbo Fisher in the COVID season. They were number either four or five at the end. They didn't make the finals. Number playoffs, four. But okay, that's it. That's it. And yet they're willing to give a guy... 76 million dollars maybe. I read also where they're they're going to negotiate with Jimmy Sexton about what if we pay it all at once? It's kind of like when you win the lottery, huh. you can spread it out over years, but what if we just give you one lump payment and they would be instead of 77, they'd be probably talking about somewhere in the 50 to 55 million but just write him one check. And so it's going to be somewhere in there. The uh, to pay off the assistance is going to take fifteen million dollars. So you know, Petrino doesn't have some cheap contract. The assistants, they've got some heavy contracts. Fifteen million to pay off the assistant contracts, and then you have to think about what it's going to cost to hire a new coach. I guarantee you, they won't give him a ten-year contract. Probably five, but maybe they got to pay nine million for five years to get him. So, but nobody else has that kind of money. Nobody, LSU might. LSU might do the same thing, but nobody else is doing that. So, Arkansas, you're talking about a buyout of, if they had to do the full buyout and it's not negotiated, you're talking about somewhere around $25 million plus the assistant coaches. At Arkansas, that's a stretch. It really is. So, we can talk all we want to about they need to do this, they need to do that. 100 euro checks, it is a tough situation for him to be in.
2: Well, you you. Okay, this is through multiple sources. Okay, it was said that they went for sixteen million for the buyout, in the boosters would not pay it. So that's where they're
5: stuck now. Well, you, you have to pay it out over the years. That that's what you have to do. But what you what you'd end up doing is if you know you're also dealing with Jimmy Sexton, not Sam Goodman. And and, and so so it's it's going to be a situation
2: where. It's got to be a graceful for retirement yeah, for Sam right. Pittman, a graceful yeah. retirement, yeah. and you can spread this money out. Whatever you can get Sexton to agree with? Right. That is the only recourse
5: that can be positive right now for this Arkansas program right. going forward. But if Sexton says, no, you've got to pay every penny, then that's four years, $6 million every year for four years, plus whatever you're paying the new coach. Plus whatever you're paying the new assistants, that's if you don't get any kind of a break. Now Sam Pittman might say even to Jimmy, he might say, "Look, I, I love this. I don't want to hurt this place." But say if Pam, Sam Pittman still wants to coach, and he won't, and you have to fire him, it's then if I think, that's the case, then that's a that's a tough. I deal. think you have to revise your two hundred
2: million dollar renovation. Oh gosh, yeah, and address
5: catch. The present. Absolutely. And not the future. None of that involves football, and football it, comes first.
6: And there's a class action lawsuit that's brewing right now on all past players and the NIL value.
7: The Bud Light Little Blue Book is back on Drive Time Sports. Each Thursday at 4, Randy will open the Bud Light Little Blue Book, giving you a chance to call in and give your predictions like a pro. You can also submit your predictions on live fan feedback and the Buzz text line. Just give Randy the correct final score for the upcoming Razorback football game and the tiebreaker and you win money, courtesy of Bud Light. It's the Bud Light Little Blue Book only on Thursday nights on 1037 The Buzz. For a full list of rules, visit 1037thebuzz.com. 103.7 The Buzz is proud to bring you college football talk with Mark May every Thursday morning on Morning Mayhem. Brought to you by Edwards Food Giant, the Mead People, and by Dugan's Pub, located in the River Market.
1: With over 350 land specialists in 40 states, Whitetail Properties Real Estate is the premier rural real estate company in North America, and Mike Poor, your local Whitetail Properties land specialist, combines local expertise with the Whitetail Properties National Reach to reach more buyers who are looking for hunting land, farmland, and rural homes. So if you're thinking about selling, you need to give Mike Poor a call today at 501-428-7177 or visit whitetailproperties.com. For over one 100 years, Congo Fireplace and Patio has been Arkansas's premier hearth and fireplace dealer. With over 30 live burning displays, Congo has the largest selection of gas locks, gas inserts, wood burning, and pellet stoves in the south. Stop by and see them live before you buy. Congo also has the biggest and best selection of fire pits. So for all your hearth and heating needs this winter, come see the experts at Congo. Family owned and operated since 1920. Shop local and feel the difference. Congo Fireplace and Patio.
7: I-30 Benton. Get in the zone with Justin Akery and Wes Moore every day from 10 to 1. live from the Oakwan Racing Casino Resort Studios on 1037 The Buzz. At Eat My Catfish, fall is our
1: favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat My Catfish.
7: Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep Night Club downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays and DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit get your Willie D's Piano Bar.com.
0: Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You're in hog heaven. This is Drive Time Sports, a presentation of the Buzz Radio Network.
3: Our good friend Stuart joins us now from com, Saris Casino Resort down in Pimla. Stuart, big NFL game yeah. tonight.
8: Yeah, it is. It is. Um, you got the uh, Buffalo Bills who have been going through a real tough streak uh, against the Denver Bronco team that's been showing some life. Um, we've got Buffalo as a 7.5-point favorite tonight. And um, but people still are believers in the Bills even though they've lost three in a row, so we'll see what happens.
3: You've got all kinds of stuff going on. NBA, NHL, a great time of the year. And college hoops.
8: Yeah. Yeah, everything but baseball is pretty much up and active right now. And uh, college basketball, we've got Arkansas playing tonight. Uh, 7 o'clock against Old Dominion. Uh, Arkansas is twenty and a half 20-and-a-half point favorite in that game. Um, so we've got uh, just quite a bit going on. Full slate of NBA going on. Uh, NHL hockey. Uh, we've got... Uh, College football still this weekend. Arkansas is playing Florida International, and uh, Arkansas is a thirty and a half point favorite in that one, um, which seems a little bit high considering the performance they did against Auburn last weekend. But we'll see how that shakes out. But uh, yeah, if you like the points, you can take the points on that one and, uh, and get Florida International at uh, plus thirty and a half points.
3: You know, college basketball has been pretty wacky. There have been some big name teams that can get popped. I don't know how much play you get on college basketball, but that's crazy.
8: Yeah, we get quite a bit. And that's typical for early in the year. All kinds of things happen. Um, most of the big-time coaches know that it doesn't matter much what you do until you get into uh, January and February as far as getting into the – being ready for the tournament. So uh, if you're going to lose, it's time of year to do it. And that's how most of them think about it.
3: Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to say this gracefully. Uh, you all don't you all, you all don't look at whether their coach stays or goes, do you and put odds on that?
8: No, we really don't. We try to be more positive with our uh with our, our props. Uh we did have one last year though with uh the uh, Arkansas head coach we got a technical call on him. I think he had five or six games in a row and <laughs> so we that is kind of a running joke, but uh uh yeah, the, the coaching, I mean, it goes into the figuring alliance, lines, but uh, not a whole lot uh, a whole lot more impact than
3: that. Stuart, we appreciate you joining us, and we'll talk to you again soon. And, folks, download the app, com.
2: All right, uh, we've had a couple of uh,
3: callers waiting, so let's go right to the phone lines.
2: Well, Woody gave up on us. I know Steve doesn't give up on us. Steve, what's going on
1: today?
4: Well, guys... I thought yes. Sam Pittman was going to be the coach that would really turn this program around. The last two years, I'm wondering about it. Because I'm going to say this. If he is retained, next year he better win at least nine games.
2: Ain't going to happen. Because if- it, it's not going to happen. Just, See, you could, you might even could put six and a half on it next year. I'm not sure they can reach that number next year.
4: If, well, if that, I'm going to say if, this: if they're struggling after five games, then it's time for Hunter to go ahead and pull the trigger on him.
2: With as much, because. with as much, Steve. I mean, look at the reality of the situation. Even if Pittman is retained. There are 23 or 25, I forget the number Trey said the other day, that could actually return. You might could have a Walcott. You might could have a Nudier. He didn't name names. I don't think he did. But there's no assurances that he could even get half that number to return. I think it's almost 100% certain K.J. Jefferson is gone. I think it's almost 100% certain that Rocket Sanders is gone. My point is, this is going to be rebuilding next year with the reality, even if Sam Pittman does return, i got to believe there's going to be some massive rebuilding. And you're going and to an expanded to SEC next stick year. Around?
4: Who's to say uh, Jacoby's going to stick around?
2: We don't know who's going to stick around. With or without Pittman. You know,
4: and, and Tyler made a key point. When Frank Broyles was in charge, he always had another coach in mind just in case he had to fire the coach or the coach left. I mean...
3: Who says Hunter doesn't?
4: But he hasn't found that coach. You hope he does. You don't
2: let the one go like until you got the, the other one in hand.
6: which Which, makes, that which makes you think Texas A&M's already got the replacement, right? You uh, would think so.
5: Yeah. You'd think so, but you know and it is funny how people say well who's going to take that job if they fire Jimbo Fisher for that kind of money they'll go yeah. yeah, Because you know, uh, they'll look at that well, roster and that talent and say, I can win there. So
3: what did it say about Bobby Petrino when they named the defensive line coach the interim coach, not Bobby? Oh, uh, no.
5: Well, Bobby, no, that's not going to happen. It can't, no, happen. He, it can't no. happen at Arkansas,
2: Arkansas it. because he no. was fired No, 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 I wasn't talking about him. No, I'm just talking I, about I was, the I, people. I was
3: saying at a what did it say about Bobby Petrino I'm just saying when right. they didn't name him the interim coach? The people that are wanting Bobby
2: Petrino to Arkansas can't happen in any form or fashion. I, I didn't say he they that. He was fired I, with costs. That's not what I said. But I got it over over here so i'm saying to them
6: <laughs> because you knew that was going to be the anyway, response so. <laughs> the, thing about the,
4: the uh jimbo fisher deal ross uh board the uh, a&m athletic director said there will never be another contract like that that from now on it will be like five years yeah. they're not gonna they're they're not gonna pay that kind of money again he better hang there. on to
5: his rear too no yeah that's right but but think yep. about this Jimbo Fisher got fired when his team was 6-4, and four, and they beat the other team 51-10. to 10. That's when he got fired. But, Rick... Now, now, the thought is, they didn't want to keep him, so therefore they had to fire him now, because what if he won 8-4 and four and won a bowl game 9-4? and four? How do you fire a coach then? That's why they fired him now.
4: But all, all the time he was at A&M, he lost at least four games.
5: Except for one year. Yeah, the COVID, it, the COVID year, they were 10 and 1.
4: But it, this is getting, I don't know what to say about it. I mean, this year this year is a wash because when Missouri comes to Fayetteville in two weeks.
5: Oh, won't be pretty.
4: It's going to be ugly.
5: Yeah, that's the same if, as not pretty. If Drink
2: Witch can run so, it up, he'll run it up.
5: Yes, he will.
4: Exactly. But I I don't know what it's gonna take. But anyway, guys, that's all I all right. have. All right, thank
7: either. you, Steve. All right,
2: you let know, me it's, let it's, me throw a few things out here real quick, if sure. I can, Rick, from our sure, of course, uh, live fan feed. Our Asher Ricker Service Company live fan feedback. This is from Bill. Now I have I have heard bits and pieces of this. I'm not going to say everything that Bill is going to state is going to be exactly. accurate, but I think there's... Some of this is definitely uh, accurate. Bill says, word on the street. I hear the car. The car. Mm. The vet. Mm. The NIL money. The watches. That the QB received has caused dissension between him and the O-line and the locker room, period. Now, he goes on to say, Gus Malzahn is the only guy that can fix this. I, I... Gus is not coming to Arkansas. Rick, we have Walmart, J.B. Hunt, Tyson. I think they have as much money as Texas A&M. Totally. Those
5: companies do not give money to the athletic department <laughs> like A&M fans. They don't. Yeah. It, you, wipe those thoughts from your mind. That they, they don't. They. Uh, Bud Walton is dead. <laughs> His descendants are not the three current Walmart people that are all worth sixty billion. Those are Sam's kids. Sam never gave money like that to the athletic department. He'd get a booth, I think, but that's about it. Bud gave that money. That family does not give. The Hunt family has been very generous to the athletic department. But that doesn't mean they're going to put $10 million into NIL, although I think Brian Hunt has been the, the guy that really has gotten the NIL at Arkansas started. And then the Tyson family has been very generous. They love track. They, they have poured some money into track but that those com- those companies and those families don't just write checks just to write checks and particularly if they're not sure they're going to get something back on their money so i think that's a misnomer that oh yeah all the, oh, the walmarts and the, they'll just write checks they don't do that
6: well, you know rick when you're from here it's a it's a feel good story obviously i mean uh, the the waltons are have been so generous to the state and Mm -hmm. and Walmart as a whole is a great success story. You like to have the Sam Walton book on your on your on your nightstand, right? Uh, right. because it's a rags you know, it's 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 that homegrown uh the American dream, right? But when you're really looking at it, we've got three Fortune five hundred companies up in northwest Arkansas. There are fifty five Fortune five hundred companies in the state of Texas. Yeah. So, you know, when you're comparing, you know, the grand scheme of things, um, You know I'm not so sure what the changing of of how the structure of college football is that SMU and Dallas and uh some of the big market teams are are not what the SEC used to be you know um I just I think the access to capital is is in places and those those people are allowed to be a part of things in, in ways that you know they haven't in the past been able to be a part of things. You know it's I, it's interesting
2: wrong, this this if you remember when the NIL first became an entity, hmm. if you remember Nick Saban said this is going to destroy some teams because it's not going to be equitable, right. And here is the situation, possibly at Arkansas, that is a great example of that. A few are getting a lot. The majority is not. And when you, as the guy, whether it's in the trenches or wherever it may be, and I'm talking about as a team, and you're seeing this guy, as you mentioned, or several guys walking in with $2,000 suits and $2,000 handbags and necklaces that are worth who knows how much, driving exotic cars, blah, blah, blah. And this poor old guy, he can't even get a meal at the catfish hole. Hmm. And how, how does that spread? If I think if schools cannot get a hold of this NIL, and if it takes the collective or whatever it may be to where it can be divided out, let's take that pot let's divide it out. Now, some players are going to say, uh-uh. Other quarterbacks in the SEC are getting $1 million a year. Some of them. Not all of them. Not all of them, but some of them are. Uh, if you can't get me a million bucks a year, then i got to leave. Yeah. So what's that saying to the program? What's that saying to the rest well, of the here's team? What
5: you, here's what you say, and this is a hard part of life, and I know it's hard. I'm not a head coach. I say, I'll see you later. We've got two others on campus, and we'll see if they can do the job. That's what I'm saying, Rick. It's the 85 that has to come first. That's right. All
2: right, we'll step away for a moment. Isn't this fun? Isn't this fun? And we have callers that are waiting to share their opinions.
7: All right, Drop Time Sports. With the Mud Connection Hog Pre Game Show with Trey Schaap and David Basil. Brought to you in part by Bud Light and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Hey,
0: did you know the Statue of Liberty is the largest holiday gift ever given? That's a big deal. Just like those at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event hey did you know when the year ends so do the deals it's your journey own every mile at the hyundai getaway sales event get zero percent apr for 60 months plus zero payments for 90 days or get up to 3500 bonus cash on the hyundai santa fe now for a limited time only during the hyundai getaway sales event offers end november 30th call 469-613-0227 for details Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here,
1: you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. I mean, where else are the scenic views as good as your view of the game? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar.
7: chosen as one of Arkansas's best places to work 8 years in a row. Rainwater Holden Sexton is hiring premier paralegals and legal assistants with an emphasis on bilingual Spanish speaking candidates at all locations. Rainwater Holden Sexton's mission is to compassionately represent injured and disabled Arkansans with generous benefits and competitive pay. Rainwater Holden Sexton is a destination employer hiring the best. We are also seeking bilingual Spanish speaking attorneys to join our team. Apply today at callrainwater.com.
6: This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing.
1: They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring,
6: and exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention.
1: In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award winning customer service at affordable rates, plus,
6: our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need.
1: See shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock,
7: Larissa Kelly in
1: Bryants, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. <laughs>
7: Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course, it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub L- Com. Struggling
1: with a gambling problem? The cost may vary by individuals throughout the year, and it affects the family during the holidays. Concerned about your own or someone else's gambling addiction and would like free help? Call one eight hundred Gambler. Arkansas problem gambling.
0: Live from the Eat My Catfish studios. You feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports, much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. Often imitated, but never duplicated. This is Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater on the Buzz Radio Network.
2: Welcome back to Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. If your business isn't banking with First Security Bank, you need to give them a look. Their business banking product is packed with ABLE benefits, such as free online banking with free bill pay, business check line, business visa, business debit card, Direct Deposit Payroll Services, Safe Deposit Box, Retirement Services, Commercial Account Analysis. These are just a few of the many benefits your business will enjoy with a business banking account at First Security. It's more than just great products. At First Security, it's about providing a better relationship. They'll sit down with you over a cup of coffee just to learn more about your business needs. So give them a chance to earn your business. Bank better, with a business checking account at First Security Bank. Because at First Security, their bottom line is making your business better. Remember, FDIC equal housing lender. Only in Arkansas, at First Security Bank. So far, this may be the one of the better um, uh, posts we've had on our Asher Record Service company, Life in Feedback. Mark says, it's interesting that the offensive coordinator... Was let go, but looks like not at, not his fault after all. What's his name again? Oh, I already forgot. Oh, yeah, Enos. Never mind, I'm not an Arkansas fan, but I always enjoy listening to you guys when head coaches are getting replaced. Can't wait till Drive Time Sports. On the drive home,
5: it's going to be epic. Well, how about have you ever seen a game where both head coaches got fired? Texas a and beats Mississippi State 51 to 10. Jimbo, the winning coach, got fired on Sunday. The losing coach got fired on Monday. I don't know that I've ever seen that. Have you? <sighs> both coaches. <laughs>
6: <laughs> you would you wow. would think it would be the worst game you've ever seen, but not not when they score fifty one was it fifty one points?
5: It's the most game most points A and M has scored since they beat LSU in like seven overtimes. <laughs> so it took them seven overtimes to score more than that. Yeah, and and then, then the coach gets fired. Uh, let's talk to J.K.
2: J.K. Good afternoon, welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey guys, hey Rick,
4: I got a question.
5: When Coach
4: Rolls decided to get in the SEC, I'll tell you what, man. Did you think he had a vision? Or did he really envision that Arkansas would have so much trouble in the SEC? But Frank Rolls did that to strengthen our program because I love Frank Rolls, and I'll let Rick answer that. Thank you.
5: Yes, he, he he could see the Southwest Conference falling apart because at that time you had too many bottom dwellers when it came to attendance. When Arkansas played football games at TCU, at SMU, or at Rice, the Razorbacks would have more fans there than the home team did. And that was not sustainable. There was a revenue p- plan that did allow Arkansas and Texas to receive more because they, they, they were doing more for the conference, but uh, that was unsustainable. He, he could tell that there were schools that were going to sink the league. Even Houston, when they were good, didn't sell out their football games. They were playing at the Astrodome. So he thought, uh-oh. So he was looking for financial stability, and he felt like the SEC would be the best place to go. Now remember, when Arkansas joined the SEC... The Hogs had just been at the Cotton Bowl two years in a row. So the football program was perceived to be in good shape, although Ken Hatfield had just left and Jack Crow was the new head coach. Arkansas had great basketball, had great a lot of things. Coach Broyles had TV contacts uh, from his work with ABC, so he felt like that would be the best move. Frankly, as we look at, had Arkansas not done that, most likely maybe a member of the Big 12, uh, who knows, but or maybe not invited to join any league when the Southwest Conference fell apart. So as far as financial, it was a great move. And you look at Arkansas. Arkansas, the last, I think, was it four or five years, has won 33 conference championships. That's more than anybody else. They just haven't been great at football. So it has, it's not like they've been a seller dwe- dweller in everything, but yes, that was his vision was, to sustain the financial success of the program, they had to change leagues.
6: Yeah, Rick, Rick, I've got a question for you. I mean, this sure. is just, uh, you know, as we're staring down the barrel of, of some decisions that need yeah. to be made at Arkansas, Yeah, what does the process look like? You know, I think that's that's an open conversation. Yeah. What does the process look like? This would be, uh, you're a check hired. Yeah. Um, Sam Pittman. But before yeah. that, you've had a turmoil of a lot of different ways. Arkansas's gone about hiring and firing coaches. I, I, I think the hiring of Chad Morris was actually uh, Kramer Peoples. Yep. Uh, it was. And yeah. so, yeah. you know, very unusual there. Uh, Urichek's only hired one head coach at Arkansas and gone through the process of, of rehiring uh, one time. And so, you know, what does that, uh, is there a blueprint? Every, i think every university does it different they've got boards they've got some people mm-hmm. have more involvement it's a cumulative effort of a search engine um others do it differently rick what is your flavor on how that operation works? can
2: we correct something that? real quick people's got belama hunter got morse
5: that's, no, 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 no. That's no, incorrect. No. no, no, no. People, people, people Jeff Long fired hired. Bielema. Yeah, PL, and Long and Bielema were fired. People and the chancellor at the time hired Morris. He was announced a day before Hunter Urechek yeah, was Yeah, that's announced. what I'm saying. Yeah, so. Well, and People's what, got what I, Bielema. No, no. No. No, People's got Morris. Jeff Morris Long. was hired the day before Hunter check was hired. So, People's got Morris. Yeah,
2: yeah, but I'm saying it was. Hunters that fired Morris. That's correct, and that's it right. was people's who fired Belama
5: and Long. That that's right. Okay, that's That's right. all I'm but, saying. But there's a there's a lot more to Jeff Long being fired than most people know. Yeah, and at, at any rate, that's because to get another coach to come, he wasn't coming unless Jeff Long wasn't there. They fired the AD, and then they didn't get the coach. <laughs> So there, that, that's a that's a big story, too. But at any rate, to try and answer your question, Tyler, this is the way I, I understand it. I could be off base. I think it's Hunter checks decision because you have to say Pittman's the only coach he's hired. Well, he's also hired Eric Musselman. Mm-hmm. He's hired the gymnastics coach. He's hired... Uh, the softball coach no no long long know, high, okay Courtney. long hired her well she's good well i don't know how many then i then i i could be wrong on how many he's hired but he's hired at least those two and so but i think it'll be his decision i don't know that there will be a committee of former players involved that's what happened when they hired houston Nutt, and that's why tom tuberville wasn't hired because there were too many holdouts that said no we're not hiring him and so uh that's how houston got hired but I think it'll be his decision, and I think he'll stay in close contact with Chancellor Charles Robinson. I think the board will be alerted, but I think it's Hunter's decision. That's that's what I think is That's the happen.
2: way he did it with uh, uh, Musselman. Yeah, that's right. All right, let's see if we can get to a couple of our callers real quick. We're about to run out of time. Lee, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports.
8: Hey, uh, man. Yeah, sadly, the game of football that we grew up on, uh, I don't think it exists anymore.
5: Nope. It doesn't no. Look
8: like it. Nope. No. And uh, I thought you you guys were talking about Walmart and Sam, and I think there's a the comparison there. Uh, Walmart was one of my first jobs in the early '90s, and I remember going to work. You had to wear a tie and slacks, and as a customer going in the store, he couldn't you know walk in there three or four people was asking if you need help. Go in there now and see if you can find somebody to help you. You know, I think it's just society, man. The game is not the same anymore, and and it's a mess. It's a mess. Thank you.
5: Well, I don't know that the way Walmart is run is going to have any effect on the Razorback coaching hire. And uh, frankly, I have been in Walmart, and if I've needed help, if you have to find somebody, but you ask them and they'll help you.
2: All right. Let's see from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Uh, Savage says, Ask Tyler when Sam comes out of every press conference. Is saying practice looked great. Then why we play different on the field. Where's the breakdown?
6: Mm. You know, I I mean, I can understand uh, that answer, unfortunately, because I watched the same game he watched two Saturdays, or, you know, Saturday ago. When we go to Florida, and now there were a lot of sophomores and freshmen on the field uh, that Florida game. Uh, different, I think a different type of player was on the field against Auburn. We were playing against older, older group of guys, but nonetheless, we played like a legit organization against against Florida. And so maybe maybe I would feel just as baffled if I was uh, if I was Sam Pittman. But I think there's a lot of lot more cues and a lot more disorganization than maybe what's on the surface. And certainly you saw it on Saturday.
2: All right, Tyler, it's always a pleasure. we got to keep you longer. That's just all there there is to it. Tyler Wilson. Come back on. Love you guys. If you do something for over
3: 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here, he's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves.